I think I'm ready. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, where we will fight for your rights in our satin tights. On with the show. Thank you, Autopilot. Of course. I thought uh, that was going somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> we are the right. Dummies. I thought it was going to be like, party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the Wonder Woman theme song from the old Linda Carter show. But anyways, I'm Joe. I'm Adam. I'm Shannon. I'm Shannon number two. Well, Shannon number two. There's no Angela. Boo. No Angela. She's not mm-hmm. feeling well, but we're going to soldier on and talk about Wonder Woman. Carry on our wayward sons. Yeah. Do that again, Shannon. What? Nothing. <laughs> You're hearing things. Disappointed! <laughs> Play it again, Sam. There we go. Uh, before we talk Wonder Woman and we get into me bashing it for the next hour, let's yeah. talk about some recommendations we've got for the week. Shannon. Yes. Let me guess. Pretty guess. Hold on. 17 really bad Christmas movies. Not 17, but... Oh, okay. I've been trying to do a Christmas movie every week, and I think I disappointed our fans because... Whoever's out there. Fan. Yeah. (laughs) Because I didn't do one, what, a week ago or something? Because I forgot. So I'm so sorry about that. But this week's recommendation is a Hallmark... Scathing letters have been coming I in. know. I just get nonstop emails. <laughs> I get D-D- death threats. Dot, 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 see... Oh. My recommendation is <laughs> see a next Hallmark Tuesday. movie. I know. Hallmark. But I asked Joe, because the selection on Netflix is quite slim. I was very tired of watching the well, same one. we have ones. the Hallmark channel, and it's on demand, so yeah. I just got them for you. So it was perfect. So I watched a movie called Miss Christmas. A very cute down to earth. It's about a woman. Is there some sort of pageant? Who's titled Miss Christmas because she has so much Christmas spirit. And she's in charge of finding the Radcliffe tree for Chicago. Like Daniel Radcliffe? (laughs) That'd be disturbing. (laughs) Very. Um, I guess it's a tradition. There's a story behind the first tree in Chicago and how it brings joy to the people. Blah, blah, blah. But it turns out to be a very heartwarming uh, story. What I like mm-hmm. about the Hallmark Channel movies is they seem like they could be a real story. You know how there's like the fake Christmas? Okay, you've talked about like seven movies where time travel's involved. Huh? You've talked about like a bunch of movies, Christmas movies, where time travel's involved. Right. And so these can happen? No, this movie has nothing like that, oh, which is nice. You, but you just you just said these Hallmark movies. Yeah, most of the Hallmark movies some that of I've them. seen. <laughs> well, well, I'm they, sorry. You just said they seem like they could really happen. Well, that's like, because... I could just wake up in 1946. Other movies I watched were on Netflix. They weren't Hallmark movies. I found uh, only uh, one was. Yeah, so you got to be careful just because... <clears throat> Hallmark yeah, released off, it. Though. Doesn't mean that she's trying to dig herself out of a hole. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a cute it. little love story. If so, you, Miss uh, Christmas is good. If you happen to click across <laughs> the Hallmark Channel and see Miss Christmas, yeah, or would wife, you suggest someone seek it out to watch no. it? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's just one of those cute Christmas movies if you want to be in the Christmas mood. 
So if maybe that's you're thinking when, about slitting your wrists and you like really need some Christmas that. cheer, you're just gonna watch Miss Christmas. Would that get you out of your funk? Are you a Grinch? I'm asking you a question. No, it's not okay. a movie that's going to undepress you. Oh, okay. undepress you. Undepress. Yeah. Mm. Adam, you had a question, buddy. They're coming up with something. Didn't Shannon? Didn't you recommend one with like uh, Paul Goss? Mark Paul Gosler and Amy yes. Smart. Yeah, last week. I don't no, think it was like last three week. weeks ago, but you can check for her oh. review on that movie on moviedummies.com if you're oh, wondering yes. what it was called. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one, but I don't okay. think that was a Hallmark one either. Oh. That was a Netflix one. Well, like, Miss Christmas sounds ooh. perfectly mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> well, what other Christmas movie do you have? I don't. I don't have another what? Christmas movie. Oh. I have a movie that... Uh, my husband Joe, sitting next to me, mm-hmm. put it on my uh, device and said, "Watch this." Oh, I and started I, playing it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "What is this?" And I wasn't really interested at first, but it's called Wind River, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be really fascinating and disturbing and good. Um, I appreciated Jeremy Renner and his um, awesome acting. Who's the girl in it? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. She was doing great as well. It's kind of cool to see the Avenger duo here in this movie, but this movie is nothing like a Marvel movie. No, it's it good. It really is unique. It's a um, murder. For me, this is so far my 2017 murder. best picture. Yeah I, wow. yeah, I would agree. It's good. I haven't seen one that I don't like. I like movies more than this, but that doesn't mean they're best picture worthy. You know what I mean? Right. So this, to me, this is the one that I've seen so far that's going to be best picture. So is this like in high def then? What? Huh? <laughs> What's that mean? Not best cinematography, you ding dong. Although it, it might do that because I'm there's some beautiful gosh. shots oh. of Wyoming in the winter. <sighs> beautiful scenery. Yeah. Adam meant to say a joke, but then Joey really shows how dumb he thinks I am. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Hey, you know what? No problemo. Joe yeah, thinks he's man. funny too all the time. And I don't Anyways, laugh, anything but... else? Anything else about Wind River? Anything else? Mm-hmm. Like, what else do you want to know about Wind River? The acting was good. Yeah, I. The story was great. The acting was amazing. How was the direction? Yes. The editing was it all good? Pretty it seamless. Was good. Yeah, very seamless. Script seemed good. Script seemed good. Okay, cool. It, the only issue I had was it kind of started slow, and I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Yeah, it's a drama. So I wasn't quite into it at the beginning. And then I was like, holy. Yeah, moody. you don't understand the gravity of the situation until much later. Like yes. how much weight Jeremy Renner's carrying. You don't understand that till later. Yeah. The, it, the it, description it, sounds awesome, actually. It's it's a whodunit, seeing. and it's very good. Yeah, it's very much one of those movies you probably should see this year. Yeah. Oh, and then I have to recommend uh, Thor, Ragnarok. Oh, sure. We went and saw it in the theaters with the kiddos. Is that on your list, Adam? Um, For the recommendation this week, no. Okay. Oh, wow. Because I knew somebody else was going to be doing it. Well, let's talk about it. Me, Adam, and Shannon. Matt, have you seen it? No, I have not. All right, you're going to be left out in the cold here. Let's talk about Thor, Ragnarok. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it as well, but oh. Joe kind of... Um, Ruined it for Adam. <laughs> you, you didn't ruin it for me. You actually... I, I would have had the same issues going in. You think so? Um, 
no, I know so because um, you can definitely tell the different feel between um, the second, even the second Thor was even far darker than the first one. And I don't mean dark, like the Thor movies are all dark, but well, they're, they're fantasy films, right? They're not light. They're not campy, right? They're not like, Oh my gosh, this is hilarious all the way through. There's funny parts like meow, meow. Well, that's the first one, but um, there's funny parts, but this one was absolutely flipping hilarious. It was very guardians of the galaxy esque, right? Very much so. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I think they saw how successful that was done in the comic realm, and so now they're adapting to that. That's so, actually not what happened. Well, it seemed like that's what happened, but that's fine. Um, I think, uh, but I think Chris Hemsworth—he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's like, very funny. He's the only good thing in Ghostbusters. Right, he's super hilarious, and so um, to kind of capitalize on that was nice. And then the chemistry between Thor and Hulk and stuff like that. So. It was very, very good, but um, it was just kind of a surprise, the direction they took with it. It worked. I was just a little shocked. I was like, ooh, I was pleasantly surprised, we'll say that. Sure. I think for the storyline, as much as I had to introduce this person, this bad person, Mm -hmm. I don't think they would have needed it for the story to go where it needed to. Well, they did because Chris Hemsworth... It talked to Kevin Feige and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, I'm sick of Thor. It's so, it's like boring. It's old. I've done it a million times. He's like, we have to do something different. So he's like, I want the hammer destroyed. I want Thor destroyed and I want Asgard to be gone. Oh, thanks for the spoilers. So those, those are, <laughs> those are the things he went in before the movie. He's like, these are, this is what I want. I'm not saying if it happens or not, you know, the hammer's mm. destroyed it is in the trailer. But that's true. Um, and here's a a semi spoiler. What is Asgard? Mm-hmm. Anyways, Ooh. so th- those are the things he wanted. He was like, the first two Thor movies are hard fantasy. They're very much Lord of the Rings in the Marvel universe, but and they play it super serious like that. And that's t- I liked that. I didn't have a problem with that. But I know that they weren't very popular. A lot of people were not into it. You know, they didn't have the following like definitely like Iron Man did no, or they, the Avengers. Um, and like what they were able to do with the other movies is like Iron Man's were very specific, but Captain America they switch genres every time they do a Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they make these genre films each time. Ant Man's a heist movie, Winter Soldier's a spy movie, <laughs> Guardians is a space opera that's a comedy. Now they've done a buddy comedy with Thor Ragnarok, and I. I understand the switch. Um, they wanted to do something different. They wanted to get out of the rut that they felt they were in. And the fantasy elements are still there, but it was hilarious. It was very much a buddy comedy between Banner and Hulk. I don't know. My favorite parts of the movie were the awesome brotherly moments between Thor and Loki. <laughs> I, I yeah, love those, they, those they had some characters. comedy going on between them, too. I, so let me ask you guys a question. Uh, do you think after seeing the movie that that made it open for uh, Mark Ruffalo to have a Hulk movie? I think this was the necessary step. Yeah, me and Adam talked about this during the week, but I don't yeah, think... I, th- I think it's a necessary step, but I still don't think we'll see one. I think we will. I think, I think, think it's coming. Disappointed! I, I know. Well, that's my biggest thing. I went into this movie expecting some big things from Hulk. Um, not that there weren't big things. I just don't think... 
big green things. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a big green dong flopping around. Anyways, um, um, but I think they allude to that a little bit, but I don't. So his big dong. About... <laughs> Shannon just they... picked herself up. <laughs> um, I, I think they would like to go that direction, but I don't know if I, I don't know if they can develop a character like that rich enough. Thor is like a rich character; you can do so much with Thor, right? Well, that's, not that's what we talked rich. about during the week. Hulk's not rich, but Banner is, and mm-hmm. right. at this point in time, they haven't had like all that compelling of a Banner. But now that you add right. in the dimension of Black Widow. I think that there is a deep enough well to mine, and I think they're just setting it out there in Ragnarok to see if people want it. Yeah. Oh, I think. Oh, I think like fans like me, like hardcore Hulk fans, want it. But I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I hope they do. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you're not. But, you're not enough to quantify a two hundred million dollar movie. No. Or am I super optimistic about how they will develop said movie? You know. Um, I think every Hulk movie up to this point and every um, addition to every movie with a Hulk, um, I think has built the character a bit. And some have contributed more than other movies. Um, and some nail certain aspects really well, and other ones nail certain aspects really, really well. Um, none of them are so great. Huh? Okay. He just said some do better than others in this area and some do better than others in this oh. area is basically what he's saying. Right, right. So I think... I think if they can find a way to bring it all together, like how they developed in this film, how they did in the first film, the second film, and the Avengers, um, I think if they can find a way to kind of sew all that together and take all the good stuff, and I, I, I'm like you, they might have a well deep enough to well, however, drill or mine or whatever the what they got to do. Since Marvel has had the Hulk, I think they've done something a lot better with it than, of course, than Eric Bana's movie or Edward Norton's movie, even though the events of Edward's, Edward Norton's movie are canon in the Marvel Universe. Mark Ruffalo's character had did all those things. Right. I think that uh, I think that there's something like genuinely cool about the fact that the Hulk is in his infancy. You know, he's still he is still like a baby. Right. And but like he's had a couple years now to grow. So he's right. changed a lot. He's drastically he, different than he was in Avengers. And I thought Planet Hulk or, um, was going to be that solo movie. So I was surprised how much you jumped into Sakaar. And, um, yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to get Planet Hulk. Well, you can't now <laughs> because they just introduced him in this one. So um, I was like, man, what else are they going to do then? Because, like... Well, I want to see. Know. I want to see Hulk and Banner exist like the symbiote. <coughs> Excuse me. I which, want them to be able to call on each other at will, and I want them this to. This movie didn't do that. No, they don't exist in symbiosis. They are two hammers wanna, whacking at each other. I want to see all of it. I want to see what you're talking about. I want to see solo Banner. I want to see solo, like full on rage Hulk. Well, I definitely think uh, Mark Ruffalo plays a much richer kind of character than any of the other ones. I think he's, I agree. yeah, he's just not a better, as, he's a better actor. Sorry. Not, not <laughs> as, not as rich as, uh, you know, Iron Man and no, his chops. Oh, I think it was I, a joke. Never mind. But <laughs> <laughs> I think his acting chops for this character definitely go further than Ed Norton or Eric Bana could take it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, they're both good actors in their own right, but sure. I'm with you. Matt. I think, uh, 
I think he's just kind of he uses stuff they needed for this. And when they first cast him, I was like, "What?" I was like, "You got to be kidding me, man! What, Mark? Oh, come on!" And then I saw Heath him, I Ledger like, as the Joker, exactly, <laughs> right, exactly. And then you're like, "Holy crap!" He pulls this off really, really well. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, so now I don't want to spoil anything for Matt, but so I'll just say this: How did you feel about them basically dispatching everyone from the first two Thor movies off screen, or? Not just off screen, very quickly. Are you asking Adam? Or Adam. Are you asking? I'm no. asking you or Adam. Well, you said Adam, so I. I just I don't want to spoil it for you Matt. You can just, just have a conversation uh, with Adam if you like. Um, the thing is, they didn't do everyone, so I was like, if you're gonna do it, do it right. <laughs> yeah, but they they allude to the fact that some people aren't going to be there in the Mies movies anymore. Jane, I don't well, want to spoil scared. it, dickhead. Ooh. Okay. And then they've basically gotten rid of all the other characters from the first two Thor movies. Yeah, so right. they, they kind of been doing that though. You know, they're like, well, she's away somewhere and she's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But they right. do it in a way that I don't think brings any sort of justice to these people that you've come to. Like I wanted to right. see again when I came back to this world. Right. Um, my biggest, well, uh, for lack of a spoiler, I'm with, I understand why they had to do it. I, Correction. I understand why they did it, <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. I'm I'm still torn about that a little bit because, like you said, now they're into the this whole canon thing. So if they do another one or they introduce, um, it's less to pull from. So uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, I was wondering how is Zachary Levi going to be in the Marvel universe and the DC universe at the same time. But he doesn't have to worry no, about you that. know what's he doing for the DC universe he is Shazam wow. Shazam awesome I don't know how he is supposed to become the physical equal to the rock the right black Adam but oh well we'll figure it out mm-hmm. CG maybe it's gonna have to be CG I think we don't or know. just a lot of roids maybe. Well, well they have to have somebody like him because he has to be some kind of some little somewhat feeble, you know. He can't be like what? Jack for Shaz- Shazam. Shazam's jacked. Yeah, he's. I figured he'd be the non-Shazam part of it before no, he yells. The, the out non-Shazam's Shazam. a kid. Oh, oh, that's true. All right, my bad. <laughs> oh well, let's get into your recommendations then, Adam. We've had our Thor Ragnarok talk. All right, so I have two recommendations. Um, one is kind of. Uh, uh, approach it carefully. Um, first one is I saw Ben Hur, the new one, the two. Oh boy! <laughs> right? Um, is it as awful as know, they say? Tell you what, I think this film is really confused whether it should be a movie about Ben Hur or a movie about Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, so like right. basically Man of Steel. <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> so it was it was pretty good, you know, I, for for a movie that. Uh, is trying to reach the benchmark of the first one, it falls short, um, of course. I mean, because the classic Ben-Hur is a huge cinematic feat in the movie realm. Yeah, so, and it was all done practically, and everything was in camera. I imagine this is a CG disgusting fest. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of that, but it's not as bad as you would expect. Um, they try to build a pretty rich story, um, and then where they went wrong with it, or they're just playing with fire, is they try to throw in the the story of Christ too. Okay. So yeah, so it's like 
they couldn't help like yeah it's the same time period but they couldn't help well we got to throw it in then right i mean it's just the natural thing to do um i think they would have been fine had they just separated the two sure um but at the same time it's kind of vital for the the development of the character to a, a small extent but so it was good but i was just Ah, I don't know. I think they could have approached it a little bit differently. So I would say at least see it just to see what you would think about it. I'm probably not. Whether you like it. Um, I had another friend that actually <laughs> watched it and he liked it and he thought the same thing. He's like, it was really good, but I don't know why they had to add that much of the other story into this one. So, so go ahead. Disappointed. There you go. So we got that one. And the next one I'm going to recommend that people watch it's called Tin Star. It's an Amazon 2017 TV show with starring Tim Roth. Okay. And another very popular one I take it people know about is Christina Hendricks from oh, Mad okay. Men. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the first time I've ever seen her or any, anything, but uh, I guess she's a pretty big deal in the Mad Men realm. Well, she's so, a fly too. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So anyways... Um, it's really good. If you kind of want a suspense kind of drama crime, um, it's pretty good. Um, this guy, he's a, he's a, oh, let's see, an English uh, police officer, freshly relocated to Canada. And oh, so okay. he becomes a police chief and he's kind of battling um, some things. I don't want to give any spoilers because I think you would really like it, Joe. I'm not sure if Matt, if this is up your alley or not, or Shannon. Um, but it's pretty good. I'm a big Tim Roth fan, though. I like him. So well, it's Amazon Cop Show. We that one of our favorite shows is on there. So me and Shannon probably will like it. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. So try it. It's kind of neat. It introduces you to this kind of pretty little picture, and it all unravels pretty quick. Cool. Um, I like that. Right, and uh, as it unravels, um, there's some, I, I guess, some demons that are uh, unburied. So Tin Star. Um, yeah, Tin Star. I actually wrote a review. You'll be proud of me. Cool. You can find it on moviedummies.com. Yeah, you can find it on I try to stay spoiler-free, and I don't... Yeah, so it's a horrible review, but check awesome. it out. I think. Great. <laughs> it's a horrible Way review. to sell it. Yeah, so don't read it. Yeah. No, people got to go read it now to see how horrible it actually is. <laughs> it's actually great reverse psychology. Have so. you watched mm. Bosch, Adam? I have not watched Bosch yet. Ooh. Then I will say, give you a side recommendation. Watch Bosch. It's very good. Nice. I love side recommendations. Okay, Matt. Hit me with it one time. Hit me with your best shot. What? 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 Your recommendations, dude. I want to hear them. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you wanted me to do You son right of you. a bitch. So uh, I would like to uh, recommend something that I've recommended for like two weeks in a row now, but Ready Player One. This will be the final recommendation because I finally finished it. It, Woo! uh, I've kind of heard a lot of messed up, poorly done audiobooks, but this was awesome. It's pretty good, right? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, The ending was phenomenal. Um, You weren't lying. Mm. Yeah, it's legit. Oh, it's I legit can't... good. It's real good. Um, to quit. <laughs> we have to Catch do up. this review when it comes out. Yeah, next year. We have to. <laughs> yeah, we've all uh, read it. Have we? Wait. Can you think of a so, better guy to do the movie than Spielberg? No, 
So is there is 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 there supposed to be super? I mean, is the movie going to be be super close to the book, or no. do you think it's going to be a bad adaptation? They don't. They're not going to be able to get well, the rights of all the. Here's the thing: we are not going to be able to argue whether or not it's a good adaptation because Ernest Klein wrote the screenplay, the author of the book. So mm. it is. It's going to be his vision both times. Okay, so this is going to be one of those scenarios like the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. You know, J.K. Rowling oversaw all of it, so you can't argue whether it's a good adaptation or not. It's what she right. wanted. So we're going to get a Spielberg movie, and we have to decide whether that's good or not. Oh, well, that's going to be gotcha. good. So I have high hopes. for for my next recommendation. Uh, I've also recommended it like two weeks in a row, but I am on the final episode of Stranger Things 2. Um, I left the last episode, the episode 8, with high anticipation, and I really wanted to watch the last one, but I got busy. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to go cry in my soup. Um, I hope, (laughs) Matt, I hope when you finish it, it didn't leave you feeling the way I felt, because when we finish Stranger Things 2, I'm always like, I want more. And it yeah. upsets me that That's I can't what... just watch it again. <laughs> right? That's what good shows do, though. Like, Game of Thrones, we got to wait, like, another year and a half. And I'm just, I want to tear my eyeballs out so I can. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of uh... appreciated the fact that you started Stranger Things 1 and 2 once 2 came out. Like, mm-hmm. it's a smart choice, it's a super but at binge. the same time. Yeah, it lasts longer. You get to fly a kite. So here's the thing about that. Like, you can't expect TV of this quality just to just be pumped out every year. They're killing themselves to give this to us every year. I think Stranger Things, if it goes on. Well, well, I've heard heard two things. One is that they are planning on doing four seasons total. Right. And two is that season three, season two and season three, there's going to be a longer gap between. I'm not, I can't. I can't validate either of those. Well, on the Nerdist podcast, the Duffer Brothers were on, and they said, no, it's going to be every year because <laughs> they are under a time crunch because the kids are growing up. They don't have... Oh, yeah. They don't Good have point. forever. So he said right. it's maybe four or five seasons. They're not sure, but probably not more than five or six. Right. They said they know what the end of the show is. They just don't know how long they want to take to get there. Gotcha. So... Yeah, um... Uh, episode episode eight was pretty gruesome. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say it. Uh, it kind of surprised me. I am not easily shocked, but I was like, "Wow!" Did you like the pull out? The pull out. <laughs> nice. Oh, one of my favorite people in the world, Brett Gelman's in the show. He plays the lawyer, the sleazy lawyer. Mm. Remember when they were at his house? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were eating breakfast, and he goes, "So, uh, did you like the pull out?" That was a great line. <laughs> oh, what a sleazeball, but he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Wow, you had to take me back for a minute. Uh, right? I was like, what is he talking about? I know. Sorry, that joke. I just saw that episode like three days ago, if that. Yeah. That Adam, joke's still stuck in my Stranger head. Did you see Stranger Things? Right. What's Stranger Things? So Adam has not, huh? Yikes. Okay. Yes, I've seen him. I'm, yeah, he, I'm done. He recommended oh, yeah. it last week. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he watched both one and two. He recommended yeah, it last week. He, yeah. What? Are you sure? Um, yep. Pretty sure. Oh. I just got done cutting the podcast earlier. So. What was last week? Was I not here last week? Baby Driver. Oh, I was here last week. I don't think you were here in spirit. I don't know. So you got anything else, Matt? Baby. Sure. Two more things. Ooh. Uh, 
One is a video game that I might have recommended before, but I wanted to recommend it again in case you are on the fence about it. It's called Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I don't um, know if you've recommended it or not. Yeah, I don't think I remember I, you doing that one. Unless I, was I don't think it. I did, but uh, I want to recommend it. It's it's not going to be for everyone. It's a bit repetitive, but uh, is this the new really, one? No, no, no. This this is the first one. I'm going to have oh, okay. uh, I'm going to have my input on the next one next week. Gotcha. So that's why I kind of wanted to recommend this uh, this week. It's it's a bit repetitive, but it's very very fun, and there's a lot you can do. Um, so my general consensus, what I've heard is, the one you're recommending now is the good one, and the new one is oh, not, not as good. That doesn't lift my spirits any, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I'll play it. Uh, yeah, that's just what my, I heard. right. My final recommendation is a video game called Wolfenstein to the Colossus. Ooh. Back to Castle Wolfenstein, huh? Old old Wolfenstein. That was awesome. Uh, It is uh, shockingly awesome. Like, I played the first one and I really liked it, but I like this one even better. um, Because they don't don't pull any punches. You just kill some (laughs) Nazis, huh? Oh yeah, uh, they like the last one was pretty gruesome and stuff, but they didn't really get too much into a lot of political spectrum. But this one, man, they are down in the dirt and playing in the mud with some of the stuff. Um, gotcha. It's pretty brutal, but it's very fun. So I mean, Wolfenstein: like, Return to Colossus, you said? Uh, I think it's just Wolfenstein Two Colossus, or just okay. Wolfenstein Colossus, maybe. Are we talking like uh, death camps? Are they getting into like that? Uh, no, but they mention uh, someone witnessing what happens during an atom bomb. They there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't want to give like a okay. whole lot of spoil- spoilers, but like one of the characters uh, gets mad at his son for hanging out with a person of a different race, and then he like yells at his wife for being a different religion and yeah, it just, it gets pretty brutal. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, uh, there's hop skipping and jumping across the political correctness spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, and the, uh, I, I, I kind of short, uh, shorts hold the atom bomb thing because when she's like, it's, it's like really good voice acting. And when she's telling it, you're just like, holy bleep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, it's it's Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. My bad. The New Colossus. Yes. There you go. Iliana. Um, that's a joke for probably Matt only. Sure. <laughs> I didn't get it though. <laughs> oh, I don't you remember the nineteen ninety two X Men cartoon? Oh uh, God. The Colossus episode. He's looking for <laughs> his little sister. <laughs> He says, that like, he says it like 45 times. I'm pretty sure that's the right name. Juliana! Juliana! Yeah. Shut up, Pietro! Anyways. So my recommendations are, are going to be quick and painless. They're both been reviewed and up on the site at moviedummies.com if you so care to delve, delve deeper into them. But the first one I saw yesterday, it's called Daddy's Home 2. Ooh. Ooh. How Did was I, Mel Gibson? <laughs> the movie's funny as hell. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, did you see the first one, anybody? No. Yes. Then you're going to like the second one. The second one's better than the first one. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah, it's it's somehow more 
ridiculous while being less ridiculous. Nice. Um, ridiculous. They add the addition of Gibson and John Lithgow as uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg's fathers adds mm-hmm. like 17 new layers to the thing. And it actually has like a rich tapestry of emotion going on. Yeah. And Actually, it's really well, fun. They're, Do you really... they're all pretty good actors. I mean, you think yeah. about it. Well, I, mean... I cried during the movie. I mean, you said... right. wow. Yeah. I, so it, there's something there. Um, I was going to say, who do you imagine or what do you imagine Will Ferrell's dad to actually look like? Probably John Lithgow. Right? I was actually thinking, I'm like, I wonder what his dad would look, look uh, like. I don't know, you know. Or be like, you know. It, yeah. It's all played very, very well. That was surprising to me because I think in the preview they don't show him. Do they show him? Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh. Yep. I guess the only person that sticks he out is Mel Gibson, for cameo, doesn't he? What's that? Does Cena come back for a cameo? Yeah, Cena's in there. Sweet, <laughs> I like him. He's good. I am really, really liking John Cena. <laughs> me too. I Everything think coming, he's hilarious. I think good. he's coming up. He's going to be, you know, probably he's going to take a different route than the rock but i think right. i like him just as much oh yeah because um, hold on i think he's a better actor mm. yeah sorry <laughs> that's all yeah, right I, I, I think is what was it with uh tina fey and uh that other chick um and he plays the drug dealer baby daddy <laughs> i'd my safe word is i don't have one <laughs> <laughs> he was the best part of that movie what's the uh, movie train wreck I didn't. I, I refuse to watch that one. He's the best part in it. Oh, okay. He's having sex with Amy Schumer and just talking about how hot he is. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so check out my delts. Oh, yeah. That check out my abs. Ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, shut up. She's just. Well, what I like about John Cena's stuff. Well, I like what John Cena does a lot of times. He's in on his own joke often. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Right. Um, and uh so but anyways uh, yeah he, I, i'm with you i like him he's fun and the movie's very very fun uh they broach some some fun stuff there's a really really funny scene where like adam i don't know if you're gonna like everybody every guy in the theater was dying laughing what was going on what? they have a thermostat back and forth about how kids aren't allowed to touch the thermostat <laughs> okay you know it's it's so dumb right. But, like, everybody makes the hugest deal about it. Like, you got to get your house in order. Kids can't be touching the thermostat. Gosh, it sounds like my childhood. But it's true. Like, I don't even let Shannon touch the thermostat. Where is that thermostat? Where is it? Exactly. You know, it's know. like, it's just such a such a dumb dad thing. It's, it's so stupid. Don't, Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm going on a hunt for Earth So, now. yeah. I think I think if you liked the first one, you're going to enjoy it. If you've never oh, seen yeah. the first one, I'd say give it a shot. It's not... It's, I need to sit down. I told Rachel, she's like, was that any good? Because she's not a big Will Ferrell fan. She's like, he's always obnoxious. I'm like, he's not obnoxious in a lot of his films. you just seen the ones where he's obnoxious in. And right. And I'm like, you'd really like it because she really likes Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, it's it's. Did hilarious. she ever see the other guys? Oh, uh, no, she one. won't. She will not watch things with Will Ferrell in it, dude. What? It's so good, and they're so good together. And this is their third time right. out, and it's good. That 
movie is surprisingly like I was on the fence too about it, but I and Will here's, Ferrell's here's character a good, is actually kind of not goofy oh and crazy. Yeah, but then he is. He is, <laughs> right. but not like he's subtle about it. Like you're like, is he serious? Gator needs a gat, you punk. Never mind. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He's crazy, kind of feeling, but at the end, you really feel for the guy. Get it, Jake. Don't take no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All Gators women use jimmies. So, Adam, here's what you do. Wahlberg and Will Ferrell just did a thing for Wired Magazine or something. I don't know. One of those. It's a, it's on Facebook. Right. Uh, where they tell dad jokes to each other to see if they can make <laughs> yeah. each other laugh. I thought that was right. Show that to Rachel and tell her this okay. is what the movie's like. Okay. Because they're super okay. charming together and it's good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next recommendation is a little movie that I think got uh, pretty lambasted by critics. I haven't really checked Rotten Tomatoes to see where it's at, but it's called Valerian in the City of a Thousand Worlds. That looks good. It is. I don't understand I the bad press for it. Um, it is as good as The Fifth Element. Wow. Oh, wow. It's uh-huh. insane. It's silly. It's retarded. It's funny. Um, it's weird. Huh. There's weird creatures and characters and all this bullcrap going on. It Luke Besson's yeah. an insane person. I really wanted my kids to see it. Is it kid-friendly? No. Oh no. <laughs> no. no. Not really. Would you consider the fifth element kid friendly, bud? <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know it was like the fifth element. Yeah, it's nope, it's the same writer director. Same oh. same feel. Oh. Yeah, well now I have to see it. It's very much like the spiritual sequel since they don't exist in the same universe. Um this is based off a comic book, but it's very oh. much the spiritual sequel. Luke Besson is an insane person and he did it again. Wow. Uh, the stars, Dane DeHaan and Claire, I don't know how to say her last name, Della they're very good. They're super charming together, uh, and it's fun. So, yeah, watch hmm. that. Give it a shot. <laughs> I got a shot. You know, there's, I don't, you know, the fifth element is kind of like, a, it's a huge mess, but it works because everybody's super funny in it. Right. You Chris know, Tucker's gold in that. But like, I think Chris Tucker <laughs> really does. He wraps that movie up in a bow. Him and Gary Oldman. Right. Because Bruce right. Willis is just, you know, Bruce being, Willis. he's probably playing his actual <laughs> real life self in that movie. He's just a dick. <laughs> and Mia Jovovich can't act her way out of a wet paper bag. So, I mean, it's. <laughs> Lilu Multipass, whatever. Shut up. So, I think that this. Okay. <laughs> I think this movie is uh, stronger in a lot of ways than The Fifth Element, but yeah. I could cool. use some more Chris Tucker in my life, that's for sure. Yeah, he's coming out with something soon. I forget what yeah, I saw. Rush Hour 4. <laughs> oh, something else. He's coming out with something else. Um, no, I don't know. I'll figure it away. Anyway. So here we go, guys. Is it time? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> no, it is time for Santa's Impression Corner. Okay, here we go. Come on now, more margaritas! Uh, you're doing Ralph Garman doing Al Pacino. I win! Is that really it? You're going Ralph Garman I found out that it's very difficult to do a female impression... Because I'm female. I don't know why. Because females don't, like, 
they don't necessarily have the most distinctive voices all the time. Some do. Like, some do, but some are Can you do a, a Gal Gadot? Who? Wonder Woman? No. How does she sound unique? Israeli? She has an Israeli accent. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's fairly unique. Huh. I guess I didn't... Is it bad that I don't notice that? That I... I don't think she has as bad as a, of an accent. Wonder Woman is she does in real life. It's just her accent. Gotcha. Right. I didn't really notice it. Yeah. she. I don't think, well, we'll talk about this later, but I don't think she can do other accents, which is why everyone else had to do an Israeli accent for the movie. Mm. So I was yeah. really bummed because the one impression I wanted to do this week, I can't find the line for it. And I don't want to ruin it by asking Joe to help me find it because then he'll know. So it's not as fun. But I'm sure after I do this impression, you can help me. No, no, no. Yeah, huh? Okay, go ahead. Okay. My eyes are closed. My ears are open. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm Julia Gulia. <laughs> of course, we all know what this is. <laughs> Julia Gulia? <laughs> Hi. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Julia Gulia? Yeah. Come on. I, I would say... This is Robbie Hart. Hey, you said last night. Phonetically, yeah. this is your best one yet, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, you Julia, to, that's a funny. The only thing you're missing out funny? of your impression is uh, Drew Barrymore has a lisp. She has a lisp? Yes. I didn't know she a did in bit. the movie. She, just her speaking voice does. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was trying so hard to find the Billy Idol line. So when she says, like, Mrs., she says, like, Mrs. I'm Mrs. Mrs. Julia Gulia. Mrs. Julia. Mythiv. You got to do the lisp. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, good impression. We all know who that is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's obviously not Julia Gulia, but. Little fire starter. Little fire starter. What's her, Julia Gulia? That's what's her funny. famous Why line in E.T.? Shove know. it up your butthole or something? Yikes. What? In E.T., she says something like that. She mm. Yes, she does. Blow it out your butthole? Yeah, something like that. Do you remember what Billy Idol says on the plane? He has he says more than one line or something. I don't really remember. I remember them talking about the grade A piece of butt or whatever. Anywho, we're gonna go on to Wonder Woman, guys. I'm so sorry. We're done with Julia Gulia and her wedding singer antics. It's a good movie. You did a good impression. That was a great one. Right, right, Autopilot just died. No, I think he's trying to help. He was laughing at my impression. He he thought it was awful. He thought it was awful. I'll try and. Uh, that was his laugh. Hey, 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 Rotten Tomatoes. Bleeding. <laughs> what do you think Rotten Tomatoes score for Wonder Woman is? I'm going to give it a 71. 71. I was going to say 73. 73. Matt. 80. Matt, you are the winner. Ding, 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 ding. It is 92% on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Every I was going to guess 93. Good thing I didn't. <laughs> okay. Loser. Uh, Here we go. Budget was one hundred forty-nine million dollars. Guess it's total worldwide. Bo, three hundred and fifty-six. 
356. Adam, 356. Matt. 357. No, 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 guys. It was budgeted that amount. How much did it make, right? It made 149. Right. How much was its total worldwide BO? Millions. Well, no doy. How much? That's what you're supposed to be guessing. Five hundred million. Shannon wins. It made it grossed so far eight twenty one. Yeah, wow. The most successful female movie of all time or something. I am with it. I was like, what is wrong with you guys? You're shooting too low. Yeah, I three fifty was way too low. I'm just surprised. Wow. I'm not. Nah. I am. No. Wonder Woman. Fighting for your rights in her satin tights, baby. So here we go, guys. Movie starts with VO. Not usually a good sign for a movie. VO. Voiceover. Voice and it's over. not particularly strong. And there's this is gonna the, my first huge issue with this movie. The script is not good. The script or the story. The script. The story's fine. The script isn't good. Gotcha. Yeah, the script was okay. It's not that strong. But what did you expect coming out of the DCEU? I was pleasantly surprised the first time I saw it, though, because I thought it was phenomenal compared to Batman and Superman. It is. So, so Batman versus Superman? So, here's the delineation. BVS and Man of Steel are garbage. They're <laughs> disgusting, gross garbage. This is not quite as good as a Marvel movie, but it's so much better than them that it blew everybody away. I don't think this is a 93%. And can we talk about, very quickly... What did we know about Wonder Woman in that movie? That she was a crazy strong chick with a shield and a sword. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, who is she? We had nothing. Uh, well, you mean in the B- Batman vs Superman? BVS, mm-hmm. yeah. She was a mystery. Yeah, you know figure. she's crazy. Yeah, you know she's crazy strong. You know she's been around for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. She's kind of got the whole aging thing down for allegedly. Allegedly. Right. We knew nothing. How really. old do you want to guess Wonder Woman is? Super old, like Hundreds? thousands, probably. Yeah, there's absolutely zero way to gauge how old she is. True. Well, I'm just saying, you know that she's ageless to an extent because you see the picture in the Batman versus sure. Superman. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that's not exactly true though, because she was a child at the beginning of the movie. Right. So, right. so if, she, if it took her, you know, however, let's like just do this some math. She didn't age a day between 19, 1918 and 2017. So she, in 100 years, she didn't age a day. So how long did it take her to age from a child to a 30-year-old woman? Thousands of years, like exactly. I said. I'm, I'm right. That's what I'm Which, guessing. That's the part of the movie that I'm having a hard time with. Not like... Because... Let me explain. Because... The Amazon women, they don't live forever. No, they do live forever. They're immortal. Oh, they're immortal. Right. Okay. Because I'm like, if they're immortal. But Diana's not an Amazon. Right. I know she's on Amazon, obviously. So, but these Amazon women, how do they have, they were created from the gods, right? Yes. They do the whole backstory. Right. So they can't procreate between them. They could. Because they're all like. Right, but they're all into each other, it seems. They're fresh out of Johnson's. <laughs> fresh. No sausage here. Party's going on there. We've got nothing but clams on the island of Lesbos. So, Fish taco Tuesday. That was the part that just, I didn't like. I don't know. 
Like, I understand that there are Amazons and they trained her and it just didn't give me the right feel of her because her personality and character is so different than these Amazon women. And she is a different... She's a child compared to them. Yeah. Yeah. As long as she's been alive, she never witnessed the horrors of the world that that those women witnessed. They had to. Right. They were slaves. Remember, it said during mm-hmm. that weird little story that they were all slaves and they had to fight for their survival. And Hippolyta is the one who actually led the revolt against the men, the mm-hmm. evil men, right? The patriarchy. Can bust that glass ceiling wide open with my sword and tits. Dude, suck. So, <laughs> wow. Wonder Woman is basically an infant, and she'll always be an infant until she's gone out and seen the world. Correct. Gotcha. Which is what this movie's about. Her seeing oh. the world, mm-hmm. which it has its good moments, but I don't know. It's still like to me, it wasn't. She good picked a enough. hell of a time to go out and see it. It wasn't good enough. I feel bad to say that, but I had a really high expectation of her backstory, and yeah, her backstory was very, very short. Like they should have spent more time on her growing up, and that. Um, I agree with that, that child actress sucked, so I don't think they should have. I think they spent the right amount. Okay, well, <laughs> I just mean for an intro into Wonder Woman. Right. Well, here's the other thing. What's the what's Robin Wright's character's name? I don't know. Dismas. No, it's like <laughs> Dismas. Sounds what like is Christmas, it? Like, but you're dissing it's, it. It's not Calliope. It's like uh, it something up. like that. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. So kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Her her death, right, is supposed to have this huge emotional resonance. Did anybody feel that? No. I think the woman that was in love with her did. No! Actually, she sounded more manly when she said it, didn't she? But, like, Wonder Woman's, like, destroyed by this, and this is is the thing that's supposed to make sure that she's going to go seek revenge, right? But I felt zero emotional resonance. Antiope. 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 Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Am I wrong here? No. No, they didn't. They didn't spend enough time on that, or enough. They didn't emphasize it enough. And it's not like Robin Wright's a bad actress. Like they. No. I mean, just think it was like you said the script. It just wasn't there. Right. Right. And if they would have like kept the beginning and made it longer and maybe got a better child actress. Here we go. It would have been a really solid intro into who Wonder Woman is. Here is the downfall of the DCU. Rushing. Rushing. They just push it all into a movie. Let's do it. Marvel is going to take 18, 19 movies before you see Thanos come out of the shadows, right? (laughs) DC is not willing to take that type of time, and they're not creative enough to think of an interesting way to do it. I know. So that... That was disappointing because I love the character of Wonder Woman and what she represents. So, sure. The beginning of this movie, the fact that it's a flashback too, that she, what uh, is she and where is she? Yeah, because it starts with her in the museum. Oh, she I guess the yeah. Photo. It, in that, in that respect, it is a flashback. So she gets this photo from Bruce. Uh, yep, of the first battle she won as being. Well, it's just her and her buddies, her World War One buddies. Mm-hmm. I thought Batman had the photo. Yeah, Bruce gave it to her. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. Bruce whoa, whoa, Batman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoiler alert. I am Bruce is Batman. I'm sorry, guys. Oh my gosh. I thought you knew. 
And it's surprising that, that she stays in England. Soon, you know, Superman's going to be like a reporter or something. Yeah. Because journalists. She says he's a dickhead in this universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Shannon, you were saying. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised that she stayed in London. Because when she's on the boat. She's not in London. You don't think she's still in London? She was at the Louvre in Paris. Oh, okay. She's in Europe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Such a big place. I'm sorry. I don't know my... But she's like Paris's that. local superhero at the end of the movie? Yeah. That's... Like, she's, I'm going to sit out World War II. I'm going to sit out Korea. I'm going to sit right. out Vietnam. I'm going to sit out all the wars in the Middle East. But that lady's getting mugged. But I think what they tried to do, at least they're trying, is they left those holes for a reason for you to wonder what part she played. She didn't. She said, for I'm no longer going to fight. <laughs> she said, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. But she's going to go fight for the little guy. Right. Which is an extreme underuse of her power. It's like. Then why did she fight for Batman and Superman? They're not little guys. None of this makes any uh, that, sense. That was <laughs> right? more of a threat to mankind, though. Like, Oh, True. Oh, like Hitler was. Oh, snap. Eh, he go. wasn't that bad. You know, it doesn't seem like the character of Wonder Woman would allow a, a nuclear bomb to be dropped on Hiroshima or Nagasaki. Right. But I'm that's just me. Where, where is she fighting the Americans? America. Exactly. So none of this has any connecting tissue. Why would Superman let his dad die in a tornado? It doesn't make any sense. Because okay. he rather saved the dog. Because <laughs> his dad told him so. And then he killed... The dog. Okay, so back to the beginning of this movie, because there is some scenes on this island of... Lesbos. What's the island called? Themyscira. Themyscira. The mystery island, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if you saw it, but there was an armadillo on the street. No. Did did anyone see that? Nope. As she was running as a kid, there was an armadillo. (laughs) Okay, and let's flash a little bit later. where the armadillo came from. Well, I was like, why is there an armadillo on an island that's kind of like they're, paradise? Like, paradise Island. Well, that's what I thought, Adam. I was like, was this filmed? In Where Texas? was her invisible jet? You can't oh, see shut it. Up. Oh. And then later when she's jumping to climb the tower to get her. When she her, climbs up like the Hulk. Yeah. Because she's got these powers. You see a longhorn cow. No, it wasn't a cow. It was like a sheep of, or a goat of some sort. No, it had horns. Yeah, it had long it was, horns, but it was some yeah, sort of like ram or in the in the DC comic that's called a bull ram. <laughs> nice Adam. <laughs> oh my. I was like, oh my gosh, they could have left the animals out. So we didn't are, need them. Are you guys aware of Wonder Woman's comic book origin, the original one? Mm-hmm. Yes, she comes from DC. No. <laughs> <laughs> so her mom made her out of clay and Zeus right. threw lightning yes. down and that's how she came to life. And that's the story that right. Hippolyta tells her, but that's not the true story. No, so they retcon Wonder Woman's story in the comic books, I don't know, sometime later, and she's actually Ares's child. Which right. they don't go that far here. Oh. No. I didn't know that. Yeah, Hippolyta and Ares fall in love for a minute. For a minute. Hot minute. They get a little they get a little dangle dangle. A little <laughs> You know well, what I'm who saying? knows? Maybe he only needed a minute. So they retcon that, but I don't think that they go that far in this movie to say that Ares is her father. They still say that Zeus created her as a weapon to fight Ares. Dude, right. she would have some serious dad issues if she killed her own dad. 
you know, that would that's... totally mess up this universe. All the good women have daddy issues. Maybe that's why they didn't do it because <laughs> they didn't want to say women have daddy issues because they're making very, very political statements in this movie with, oh yeah, down yeah. with the patriarchy, that type of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Anywho, I just damn the man. Throw that in there. I, I did like the saying, the God killer. <laughs> the God killer. I, I, I thought it so, was so childish. The nature. God killer. Let's get into that. <laughs> they throw this in there. And after that first training fight, when you first get to see Gal Gadot, uh, they totally ruin the twist that sh- it's her. I know. Totally. Why would they do that? Because How? you need to see something coming a mile away to appreciate it, but not really. Why is her character the only one in the movie that is supposed to be surprised by this information? Right. You right. know, it's dumb. But really, she's I the said only she's one kind of autistic. <laughs> What's that? I said she's kind of autistic. Maybe. She what? seems, she, seriously, she seems like a child. She's just like. She seems like slow, yeah. She, I have to get my sword. She's sheltered. She wasn't like living in the real wonder. world. I know it's supposed to be this childhood wonder thing, but. Okay, she's raising on this island where they're equipping her to become this future queen, but she's retarded. Well, yeah, they don't have anything. Hippolyta is doing a severe disservice. Exactly. By not training her daughter. And in a warrior culture, that would absolutely That'd be, be shameful. Crap. Right. True. You would not be seen as a leader. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Continue, Joe. Um, I heard Matt say anything. Then what do you guys think of the beach fight, pun intended? I got it. Thanks, thanks, Adam. I'm going to cut <laughs> out that long silence. <laughs> I'm a little off this. Crickets. <laughs> the beach fight was okay. It was all right. Yeah, you guys, was are good. you guys okay with the CG of them doing these crazy moves on their horses I'm, and stuff? Sure. I'm not okay. Sure. Did any of I'm it look o- good? I'm not okay. With, I liked it. I'm I never, thought it looked all right. I'm never okay with any human element coming into a superhero movie with superhero figures and taking them down with guns. I'm just not okay with that. It's real, though. Jeez. No, I'm not. I'm never okay with it. You can't take Batman down with a gun, but yet you can take down these like immortal Amazon battle driven, save the world, and they're only immortal if they don't get shot. Well, yeah. So here we go. I have a problem with that. Are they as fast as Diana, the other Amazons? Because time slows down for her, and she can black bullets mm-hmm. with her. Right. With well, her. we don't know because they didn't <laughs> break that story, which just leaves it just as bad as if they hadn't. So they never developed that. We we don't know. But right? I mean, Antiope beats her face in a little bit when they're training fight. Right. So I mean, she's got to be at least half as fast, or at least that's as fast. So saying. these that's women shouldn't have been shot. They should have been blocking it with their cool that's bracelets. Why, that's what I'm saying. That's why this whole beach fight doesn't make any sense no. to me. Just like this is dumb. Yeah. Well, Sorry. they had to kill Robin Wright somehow, and her death carries no right. weight, like we already said, and it's stupid. Like, like why didn't she put ball. her arms together and be like, "No," and then kill everyone? <laughs> You'd think she would have like, "I'll do this move that knocked everyone down again." Right, you were waiting for it at least. No, I only pull it out at the very end of the movie. Right. I know it, it kind of led into some funny scenes with Chris Pine. So and... the lasso of truth thing, <laughs> where they're asking him—that's the high point in the movie as far as comedy goes. This movie struggles with comedy. Yeah. Yeah. 
it does not they don't understand timing they don't understand the only person who's like legitimately funny in this movie is chris pine and i'm not saying women aren't funny but yeah, I think you are. You just said women aren't funny. I think comedic I think timing is a hell of a thing you got to learn, and I think Chris Pine has it. Right. And his oh, the lasso truth, dude. the lasso truth thing was funny. Right. Not the part of him getting out of the tub, nude. Uh, I thought the secretary is pretty funny. Oh yeah, that's the worst joke in any movie I've ever seen. Oh, the slavery one. Because it's timed so wrong. Right. You said that last time. Mm. I, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> they needed. Two or three beats they needed for her to think about it. It's timing is everything with comedy because the way they do it in the movie is crosses odd. Right, it's unnaturally fast for her to say it that fast. Oh, I like her. Right, like she was because she was waiting for her to deliver her line. That's why. If they developed her as that kind of character, it would fit, but they didn't. Like she's not campy, quickie like Gilmore Girls is. Like it's always fast dialogue. They didn't develop that, so for her to do it. They kind of did a disservice not giving it that two, three seconds. I I, I think you're right with that, Joe. I mean, it's it, it gave me a little chuckle still, but I'm like, oh, that could have been so much better. So here we go. I'll give you a line reading. Instead of, oh, I like her. How about, oh, I like her. How about that? That's enough to me. Cut. <laughs> that's I think that's enough to make that an actual joke instead Man, of what is a, a line even, reading. Even like a half chuckle, like uh, you know, catching your breath almost, like stumbling over it, then saying it. Like yeah. to me, <laughs> to like me they're just delivering lines. They weren't mm. like trying to convey Act any them. sort of realism. So, anyway, I thought it was fine. Ugh, yuck! It was. She, she just I makes her decision. She makes her decision instantaneously. I think that's what the kind of the part of the joke. Yeah, right. but you can't like, do that in real life. So why not? I do it all the fucking time. You, no, you cannot do that in real life. No one can. I do it all the time. Oh, I like him. I do. No. <laughs> you can't be caught off guard and immediately say a line like that. I it does not happen. Do it all the time. Not that fast. You don't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Back off. Back off. I guarantee Let, you don't. Let's it, talk that's about great that you like the joke, but the joke sucked balls. I'm so, sorry. Aww. She. The watch was kind of introduced because they're coming back to it later. It does, uh, yeah. It's a misnomer. Do we see the watch at the beginning? No, she pulls yeah. it out at the end. Oh, she pulls it out at the end. Yeah, because we were not supposed to see it again. <laughs> so, some watch, you know, because she's all about love, right? Yeah, I believe in the love. Looking for love in all the wrong places. So, did Doctor Poison Chick have to have a face mask? Like, do you think no. that this is, like, a necessary... Wasn't she supposed to be disfigured or something? Yeah, she's disfigured under there, and she's got, like, half her mouth missing, but would poisons gas do that to you, or would fire? You know, I just don't get... That's poison, honey. Very strong poisons. Does poison do that to your face? Yes. Some, some I mean, if it's acidic, like she was trying yeah. to test the cyanide that they put into their mouth. She was testing hydrogen gas. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That, they don't show us how her hey, face kind right, of Hydrogen gas totally destroyed a blimp. It is it just like face. a thing to make her look scarier? Sure. Or to give you some sympathy toward her. I don't, I don't I, have any. I think what it does, I think, I think I'm with Shannon on that one. I think to distort her face makes her bitter. Mm-hmm. A little Maybe. bit more. Right? I think it adds to the bitterness that she has and also the complex... And the funny thing is, is uh, Chris Pine almost disarms that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's such a good actor, dude. He's so charming. Oh, man. And I think I think it was important for the development of her character. 
um, to make her bitter. But I'm with you. Did you did she have to have the mask? So, and I think her physical appearance has a lot to do with it because she's immediately recoils from Pine once he sees Gal Gadot, and she's like, "Oh, that's right. real beauty. I'm out of here. Exactly. You're a dick." Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so when she does the the hulky sneaky sneak and she steals all the cool Wonder Woman armor and the sword and the shield and stuff, and then like she goes with Chris Pine to the Boat. We're backtracking big time. Yeah, I'm just going back to this. Why did okay. they even do that scene at all? It was all for nothing. Her mom catches her anyways. I think it was not. I mean, yeah, she do it, but at the same time, she needs that blessing to go out to the world, you know, to stop the threat. Oh, and- did she have to sneak up the tower? Oh yeah, yeah, she's her one mom of them. Did you see stuff? any other person all, in that building? All women are dishonest and thieving. Okay. Oh wow. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I think. And this we... is where it really hit me too when the mom's talking to her. The mom, whoever plays the mom, cannot do that accent. <laughs> right. She slips into yeah. Irish a little bit. She she's all over the place with it, and like mm-hmm. I wonder, should they have just had her just Gal Gadot because you know she's doing her normal accent. Could they what? have, like, done a different type of act? Like, normally in this type of situation, everyone would be doing just a generic British, right? Like okay. in the Star okay. Wars movies, you know? Mm-hmm. The Empire is all British. Like, I wonder if, like, they could have just done that. Yeah, because everyone seemed like they were from a different place. They're, but they're all supposed to be doing, like, the same type of, type of Greek accent, right? Because it's their Greek myth- mythological figures. Right. I don't but know. At the same time... It was towards the end of the scene when they're when she's leaving this island that I was like, "Is this like a lesbian island that there's girls?" It's the island up, of Lesbos. Hooked up with other girls, and then I was totally off track in the movie. I'm like, "Oh wait, this movie's not about them. It's about Wonder Woman." And so I didn't like that either. But well, they do talk let's get about off that this island pretty soon after this because they go onto the boat, and then I noticed that come sleep with me, right. Wonder Woman's innocence at this point turns into a pretty thin veil for her just wanting to get into the bone zone. Yeah. She's like, you need to come sleep next to me. And then she talks about how there's 12 volumes of the pleasures of the flesh or whatever, and that men aren't necessary for it. So that answers your questions. Yes, they're. Have you looked up if these pleasure books are real? I don't think so, because they're written by the Amazons on Themyscira. I don't think that they're real. Adam, did you look it up? I Man. did not. <laughs> oh, I looked that up right quick. <laughs> <laughs> On Pornhub. I was just curious if anyone was like, huh, is that real? So who's the actor dude who plays the main bad German guy? I can tell you. I have it up. Hold on. Because his German Danny, accent sucks. Danny something. He's a good actor. Danny Hudson. Danny Houston. Oh, Danny Houston. Yeah, his German's not very good. He's an American actor. Yeah. And that's probably why his German's no good. <laughs> Could they not get Christoph Waltz for this movie? Hey, Oof. be nice. Well, even Chris Pine does a better German. Who's Who's I liked his stereotypical, like, two German when he was being the general or whatever. That was fun. Wow. Edda is Lucy Davis. She doesn't even look the same. Who? Edda. You know, Edda Candy, oh. the okay, secretary. Yeah. Secretary. Yeah, her name's Lucy Davis. She does not even look like her look. Oh, no, she doesn't. It's crazy. She's got weird blonde hair, and she's super tan. Anywho, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the clothes trying on? Do you guys find that funny? Mm. 
Yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah. It was funny when she was trying when to walk Woman's... out with her sword and yeah. shield. <laughs> I thought that close trying on scene was funny because she's like squatting and she's like, how do people fight in this? She's just so stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I thought that was all right. I think they did an awesome job at making the Amazonian woman seem superior and more efficient than men and every other like civilization, but yet they're retarded. Yeah, you think she would have been able to garner almost immediately that this is how women dress in this place? Like, right? Like she's unable to distinguish the fact that this is a different culture. It's so weird. Right. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying, though, and that's the lack of I think the DC buildup. I don't know. I think it's just poor script writing. That too, but I'm just like, man, this this person who is being raised in this manner and way is so unprepared. It's not even funny. Well, she's learned hundreds of languages, right? You think that that would right. come with a study of culture at least a right. little bit? That's what I'm saying. I, there's so much missing for me on a lot of this. Like anyway. I get, I get the, but this is weird compared to what I grew up with. Right. right? That that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. But that you know, the fish out of water doesn't have to mean. I but don't get why ignorance. you do this. The total ignorance is just like it's unbecoming of a character, yeah. right? But so you I know, just... it's it's played for comedy. Correct. Oh yeah. So there's the fun alley fight where she you know, she beats everybody up. This bothered me because the guy at the end takes the cyanide pill. But weren't there four other people that she could have like she didn't kill them, the yeah. she... <laughs> Couldn't she have woken up Duh. one of them? Okay. <laughs> plot hole movie problem let's just keep on going okay I mean, well, i was just making sure because i was thinking huh that was just one guy and then we i mean go, they weren't awake it was inconvenient oh okay gotcha mm-hmm. we go to the whole thing with they don't want the woman in the war room and then they're leaving and then chris pine grabs the lasso of truth and he's funny again he's pretty great he's like oh we're gonna die we're going to die it's pretty great <laughs> but i don't know i could after i watched it what this is the third time I've watched it. You can see how you know who the bad guy is. You can see it. I you know the first time going through I didn't see it. The first time through, huh. right? But I could see it more and more every time I've seen it. Right. Now. It kind of ruins it, and now it's not worth watching. Well, I had an inclination at least. Yeah. Sure. So that was kind of disappointing. So the only reason I watch it, I can skip. Fast forward, <laughs> if anyone ever knows what that word means. I'm not in it for the, the twist ending anyways. I mean... Right. I just want to see her sweet moves. Once we leave No Man's butt. Land, the movie is straight downhill. Yeah. So... Oh, and I like the scene when uh, he's getting the crew together to go... Yeah, she gets her own Howling Commandos. This At this point, it kind of feels like a straight ripoff of Captain America. Captain yeah. America. You know? I'm with you. Why does she have to get her own Howling Commandos? I don't know. I yeah, agree. but Sam. I mean, the, it, funny. It, it, they have. There's some movies that do that. Besides Captain America, it's not like it's. Patented. Yeah, but we're gonna draw direct comparisons to Captain America because she is the Captain America of this universe. Her character is like almost a carbon copy. She's super moral. She is like the moral barometer for the team. Um, the color scheme's the same. She's got a, like an innocent. Yeah, her color scheme's the same. <laughs> She's uh, it's almost like they're from the same country or something. Fighting for your rights and ah. her satin tights, just like Cap. You know, but I mean, like Captain America's character in the first Avenger was the the skinny kid who jumped on the grenade when no one else would. Yeah, and that's basically what Wonder Woman is for this universe, and which is endearing for them to have someone that good. Right. Even though you know Superman is supposed to be the same way, but he lets his dad die in a tornado. So 
It was his final wish. I mean, I don't care. It'll never be good. <laughs> the whole point of Jonathan Kent dying is me is supposed to be to teach Superman that he can't control everything. And it's supposed to be something that's out of his control. Clark could have saved him. I'm sorry. It's so dumb. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, I'll never be okay with it. We're where in the movie? Uh, we're coming up to no man's land. They have the campfire scene, oh. which is okay. Yeah. Who cares? Go on to the fight scene. This is the best. So No Man's Land is the high point of the movie where she she goes up and she runs through No Man's Land. Is No Man's Land supposedly just a plot of land? No, it's a place where you can go through because the Germans had them pinned down. Oh, wait, they're not Nazis yet. It's a real real thing. But I thought it was on a cliff. No. Like in that movie with Andrew That's World War II. Oh, gotcha. So I got my wars mixed up. Wars, countries, all of it. That was oh. in that was in the Pacific Theater. <laughs> okay, okay. So no man's land. She goes through. She dodges all the bullets. She, Chris Pine and crew come up and they flank the other guys. Then the other people come in and they storm the trenches. That while they go off and save a town. To me, this is the highest point. Oh, for, for me. sure. Her taking all those bullets. I was just like. Oh, yeah, I could kill the world right now, even though I'm not Wonder Woman. I'd want to be at well, that moment. As cynical as I am about this movie, when she stands up and, and she walks up that ladder, it still gets me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still like, get them. It's great. And she beats the piss out of all those guys. It's pretty great. I yeah. loved it. It's the only downside there. of this whole scene was as she's running at the end, she does her big run jump. Okay. In the scene, and I was like, you, "She really didn't need it." As she's running through this field, there's no reason for her to jump so far ahead of everyone. She's chasing down the Germans that are off running, but we have a complete inconsistency of the powers of Wonder Woman. Right? Why in the world would she need their help jumping off the shield, other than to bring it back that Chris Pine saw it earlier? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's the only point. Because of it. later in the movie, she flies. Well, I don't think she knew she could until she saw Ares. Yeah, she's kind of discovering her powers, but I don't I don't think it was necessary either. You know, it's just a it's just a little callback. It's fine, I guess. But the other thing is too is she destroys that tower with mm-hmm. the sniper in it and she comes down with nary a, a flake of dust on her. <laughs> of course, she's Wonder Woman. They kind of have to show her flowing hair and all that. Did she spin <laughs> around really fast like Linda Carter how she used to change it to her suit? <laughs> just spin around real fast. Maybe. I mean, I where she could have had to go to a telephone booth. Come yeah, on. There you go. And there was a really cute line where they're going into the city and she's like, I'll go ahead. And they're all like, okay. And she's gone. Yeah. And she goes to that room. That oh. Those guys don't have a prayer. And again, the moment just keeps getting better for me. And her signature move, I don't know, to me, it's her leg whip yeah, around. She, she does a leg sweep pretty yeah. good. I think is her yeah. best move that she's I'm got. sorry. The the slide on the shield across the floor was yep. pretty good. That's true. That's later in that same scene. So I think we can all agree that the action was really good in this film, at least. It, yeah. It's inconsistent, but the action in this scene is pretty good. There are definitely scenes where you can tell they're on wires and stuff. And it's mm. it's not quite as fluid as it should be. Right. And I then, mean, there is a huge gorge between what uh, the stunt person for Black Widow does and what this Gal Gadot and her stunt person are able to do, I mean, they're not even close in quality. Right. So, I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not the best I've seen. 
Well, okay, good for you. So, oh snap! But here's the picture moment. Yeah, they take a picture, then that takes you back to the beginning of the movie, and you're like, oh yeah. Nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> but then you, uh, we move into contact, the love scene guys, of Chris Steve. Pine takes her to the bone zone. No, they're dancing. They're then he takes her to the bone zone. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> Yeah. Dances her pants off. Mm-hmm. Do you think he read the books Pleasures of Flesh beforehand? Or? <laughs> I think he was mm-hmm. going to show her that you know they were wrong about the men. They're charming together, though. I do. I do have to admit, Chris yeah. Pine and Gal Gadot were charming together. I do, and I kind of yeah. like the. But I don't know if it's just because Chris Pine would be charming if he was dancing around with a cactus or what. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're so pokey. <laughs> What I liked is they didn't show the sex scene. They didn't need to. Well, they're trying to have right. kids watch this movie, too. I appreciated that. Yeah. Teen yeah, girls, at the very least. She gave up her flower to Chris Pine, which is nice. Yep, just shut the door like in the old movies and yep. just be done with it. Let me go off to the party. Uh, poison Lady. Poison no. Lady's there. And the German dude is a giant red herring. And we're we're led to believe this. And it gets even more evident as time goes on, that he is the guy, that he's Ares, right? And he kind of seems that way, at least the way he speaks. Right. Yeah, I think they did, they did okay with that, trying to, like, mislead the viewers. Right. Yeah. The MacGuffin of it all. They did They did fine. That's the, why I think that, like, the misdirect is actually decent. It's one of the better parts of the script. Mm-hmm. It's really the scene between Chris Pine and the Poison Lady that's really the shining moment, though, of that whole scene. Yeah, I kind of wanted him to come over and make me pancakes after that. You know, he's just <laughs> he's just so charming. The pants off her. Yeah, but she was just like, "I hate you." She's got that face. She never smiles, or or she can't. Probably she can't. She's smiling on one side. That's all you can see. <laughs> She'd be so creepy. What's up, guys? She'd be, she'd be prettier if she smiled a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, then you know, old uh, German face uh, destroys the town they just saved with the special new gas. Which here is where, because we're not quite sure that Diana is a god, that yeah. Wonder Woman's a god. But She's she, something. Right. We know that she can heal quickly because of the beginning and the cut on her arm. Right. But then here, when she rides into the town, she can ride right into this gas. Yeah, into the gas. It doesn't affect her whatsoever. Nope. So. So another inconsistency in the movie. How yeah. would a bullet even graze her skin? If this gas can't hurt her. This right. gas set a gas mask on fire. It's just, you know. There had to have been something, you know. Because in the comics, Wonder Woman's invulnerable. Like, at least right. make her spin and make all the gas go Or make away the bullets just bounce well, off her. I mean, physically, she's like, isn't she supposed to be like uh, uh, the opposite of Superman? No, she's beyond Superman. Superman and her are not equal. She's more strong. <laughs> That's so, okay. That's more so, strong. I mean, yeah, hmm. so I mean, I talk no English. Me no talking, but she's stronger than <laughs> Superman. So I mean, I don't. That's I don't, right. Whatever. Us women, we are stronger than men. Did you hear that? So when Wonder Woman's <laughs> chasing the people on the horse, the people who is he chasing? She gets on the horse, right? Yeah, and she lets go of her dress, and she's going after uh, right. General. And there's the drums going on. It sounded very much like the Urukai theme from Lord of the Rings. Hmm. I just hated the what's with the one camera shot of sideways. Who needs that? 
They're being artistic. No big that deal. That was the one time they shoot a sideways shot here. One time. It was lame. Oh, well. Just she, cut it out. She makes it to German Dude, and this is where the huge... They they take it even a step farther for the misdirect. But they when also, she kills him with the sword that is supposed to be the god killer... No blood. A, a big blast happens. Mm-hmm. Like she just killed something very powerful. But what was that blast? That was the power inside that capsule he took, But maybe? it was still in his face. Even when he was dead, his face was still glowing. I don't... You're really poking holes well, I'm there? Just, I don't understand... I don't either. Like how this made it only for the purpose of the misdirect. Right, it's only for the purpose of the misdirect, yeah. which doesn't make right. any sense to me. Because the sword right. isn't the thing with the power. Like I could get, I get it if it was the sword, right. and the sword was like had some magic to it or something. And whenever that sword killed something, it was like, <clears throat> like I get that, but I don't. <laughs> she just killed a regular dude with it. She killed dozens of regular dudes with it earlier. But immediately, I knew he wasn't it because it wouldn't have been that. Tiny. It would have been like. Oh, well, it's never that simple either. Like, yeah. I'm like, really? This isn't even hard. You think he's it? I was like, I thought you'd put up more of a fight than that. So I would, That's if that was it, I would have been severely disappointed. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she, she did is. after. And so, hmm. anyways, the sub boss battle's over. The hidden final boss is coming up, and Chris Pine comes and. You know, they they have a little tiff. Oh, no, no, no. Ares comes. Not yet. She sends Chris Pine away first, because remember, she's like, oh, they're still going to fight. They're still going to destroy the world. It's oh, all yeah. of you. It's and not he just... begs her to stop the war with him. Right. I thought you were talking about the He's other making thing. the most of a bad script, I think. He does a really good job. In his moment later, when, when she can't hear him, but then she can hear him in her head while she's holding a tank. Yeah, because I can That moment's things. really good, too. You know, he's he's good. And his moment when he's holding the gun, pointing it at all the bombs. Mm-hmm. Just his, his, there's no words, but his delivery is excellent. I think he's really good in this movie. Yeah, I think him and Wonder Woman carry this movie to where it needed to be. Sure. To make it a good movie. So then we get the dude who was a werewolf in Harry Potter. He was the... <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, what's his name, Sir Richard or whatever. He He was the bad guy all along. Twi- plot twist. Ooh, what? And he's got a pretty compelling speech that he's not a bad guy. He's just, you know, it's the, it's the whole madman thing where they their view of the world is their, you know, what they're doing is right. Mm-hmm. So he sells that pretty well. David Thewis? Thewlis? Thewlis? Oh, Thewlis? who cares? Yeah. But I agree with you. He does a very good job. And he leads you into who diana really is that she's a god oh yeah this is the reveal right she's the god killer yes and she can't fathom me which we knew since minute four of the movie because they showed it the only thing they could have told you more but i think they purposely did that to let you wonder hopefully i don't know i wonder wonder woman (laughs) uh keyword drink and let's go into the death of Steve. Does he have to die? No. Is there a reason they did this? No. No. He, uh, I think they didn't want to do like a whole wrap up of that story because then they'd have to show her later on, I guess. Then I he dies at old age when she right. never ate. Which is but then they really be captain, captain. But you know Captain what I mean? America. When Peggy Brant dies 
in front of Steve Rogers, that is incredibly affecting. Yeah. Right. To to have her go visit him and she's got dementia or whatever too, that is like incredibly sad. So this is something they could have explored with Wonder Woman in a sequel that still wasn't the present. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved Tra- to have seen Chris Pine come back. Right, where Steve Trevor dies of old age and she has, she's still looking Trevor's 30 Trump. years old. Even so. the soldier's name is Steve. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just... I just realized that. Is, there, is it super plot convenience that they just kill him? Right. I think it was yeah. just lame. I don't know if it's so yeah, much plot convenience as they didn't want to bring him back. Or the fact that they were trying to make him the hero because well, that's part of the the thing I liked about the movie is he's not helpless. He's he's heroic, which is I think a a fine line that they played very well. Yeah, because he said, "I'll take you to the front." Oh, we're probably going to die. You know, well, because as like far as this movie goes, in some ways to be like pro woman and everything, they still, you know, he's very heroic. He's he doesn't need her help like all the time. It's a good balance. Just I think that pushes her even farther ahead just to show how powerful she is. But mm-hmm. I've talked about that before. And then it's really here when Ares pushes her over the edge. That well, no. No, Steve's death pushes her over the edge. It puts her into beast mode. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The anger. Her anger is oh, what kind of smash. feeds her. It's not anger. It's brokenheartedness. Never, never mess with a woman who's been scorned, man. Well, if you go back to the beginning when uh, her aunt dies, it's the... Wait, wait, no. Antiope? It's not when her aunt dies. It's when she's fighting her and she gets angry at her. It's kind of like a last resort that she puts her arms up and does her little X-Power Wonder man. Woman! <laughs> I don't know, move, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, she holds that tank for a really long time, too. Yeah, I'm just stronger than you. She just wanted that girl to pee her pants. Well, like, you know how sometimes movies do that where they're lost in thought, but it happens in an instant? They make no bones about that she's sitting there thinking for about three minutes. Yeah. Just hold that, <laughs> like, <you know>? uh, <laughs> Let's do that again. Take five Like, her, her face is, like, doing all the wandering back and forth across, and, like, that chick could have got up and ran. Yep. You know what I mean? Run well, she's away. sitting there lost in thought. It was so weird. It was just a weird way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just thought it was really cool when love made Diana become Neo in the Matrix. (laughs) Sorry. It was a direct ripoff. I almost thought of Care Bear. Care Bear Stare. Well, no. (laughs) It's literally the same thing as at the end of the Matrix. Trinity tells Neo she loves him. He becomes the one and he can stop bullets. The same thing happens. She remembers Steve says that he loves her, and all of a sudden, all of Ares' little shards stop before they hit her. They melt. It is literally a ripoff. <laughs> That's true. Don't all movies do that, though? Yeah, sure. They're they borrowing. It's fine. From each other. Cut and paste. I believe in love. Yep. Love but lifts you up where you belong. It, it, it was a good ending, the fact that she killed, well, we think she killed him, with the lightning cross-arm move. She, her Jesus move. Yeah. This is, of course, the DCEU. Everyone has to be a little Jesus-y. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Sorry, there's like seven moments in Man of Steel where he does the same move. Really? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they are not subtle about it. So, and then, end movie. Well, the movie doesn't end there because then we go to London and everyone's happy the war is over. Is that really how World War One ended? Like that? Everyone With Wonder happy. Woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, people were happy when uh, Germany gave up. Except Germany. Well, of course. Yeah. 
So twenty years later, they were, they were like, "Hey, let's do this again." <laughs> well, one Thank guy, you. one guy was like, "Let's do this again." Right. Well, he wasn't alone. What, That's true. What bothered me was she sees a picture of Steve, Soldier Steve, and she's not crying whatsoever. But her aunt dies, and she's crying, and she's upset. But she sees a picture of a guy who sacrificed his life for her and... Turned her into Neo. Yeah, and nothing. I mean, she had a hundred years to cry about it. No, no, this is immediately following... This is like on V-Day or whatever. When she's walking around, she sees uh, this picture on the bulletin board. Yeah, because uh, they just, like, flash in places like nothing. You know, they're both magically arise in London the next whatever. morning. Whatever. You know, it is what it is. It's fine. Right. I think she should be a little bit more sad about Steve, too, but whatever. Yeah, I wanted to see that she had feelings that she could cry. Come on. Who cares that I appreciated that she's awesome, powerful, and, you know, strong, and she can kick butt. But I wanted to know that she had feelings, too, other than she loves someone. Well, you can see she's still a little... For- it took her 100 years to get over it. You know, she's still... So to speak, yeah. That's true. When she gets into the Louvre, she's still, like, a little uh, forlorn about old Steve Right. Oh, for learning. Hey, you have the same note I do. What's that? That the end monologue doesn't make any sense? No, you said, so can Wonder Woman cry or does she Fly. Just... I meant fly. It's supposed to be fly. It auto-corrected me. <laughs> oh, my God. My note is, so can Wonder Woman fly or does she just fall with style? <laughs> it says cry. It's oh. unclear. But anyways. That's great. that's great. So then it ends with her flashback to the museum. Now, that's the correct role for her like her career it makes sense that she works in a museum looking at artifacts yeah, all she had to do was save her stuff from like <laughs> the 1600s <laughs> she's like i got all this collection i can put in a museum she probably had that's she could keep it safe there you know there you go no one's gonna take it from her but then it's just the way the movie ends with oh, only love can save the world yeah, the it's end like, monologue is a little okay, it's weak just stab me in the heart I just want to see you fight again. You could end the movie with a fight scene, and I'd be happy. Well, the other thing that I believe, just based on what I've saw so far in any sort of trailer or in the movie BVS, Super Dawn of Justice, um, they're setting up a relationship between Bruce and Diana. Mm. So they... Here's a little ditty about Bruce and Diana. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so it would make sense that the... You know, for her, that she's got to get over Trevor before she can get on to Wayne. True. No. I guess so. Don't care. Soups isn't in Justice League for probably most of it, so she can't get on that. Plus, he's kind of spoken for. That's true. Anywho. End of movie. Thoughts and ratings, guys. Matt, you picked this movie. Let's hear from you first. I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you like? There, he likes it. He's gonna Let say, go over, just give him a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get. We'll go over what I didn't like first. Um, like you said, the script was a little weak. Um, I don't think it was that bad though. Uh, I mean, it's not Marvel, but what really is, to be fair, um, Marvel. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I, what I actually didn't like that I hadn't mentioned is that, like, copy or ripoff or not of the, like, when they're gathering the crew together, I didn't like that we didn't learn enough about them. Mm. 
sure. in my opinion, to like, because I want to like those characters, but they're like, oh, this guy's a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he, but he gets nervous. This guy's a and This guy's uh, like a spy dude, and this guy's a tracker, and he's Indian. And we're go- off we go. So I didn't like that. Um, yeah, the thing about the Howling Commandos was they were soldiers. That's all you needed to know. They were all U.S. Army soldiers, so they're going to go fight right. for the U.S. Army. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, you're supposed to like those characters, aren't you? Yeah. I, I, want, I wanted to like them, but I didn't mm-hmm. know enough about them, I guess. Um, let's see. What else didn't I like? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what I did like was the action I thought was amazing. Um I thought individually a lot of the acting was t- amazing, uh, terrific, good. There's a lot of monologues. Yeah, that that's true. And some of them are better than others. Yeah. You know, it just is what it is. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you. Keep going. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if I have too much to input. I don't like like I like you said. I don't. I didn't like that the the some of the plot holes in that. Like she's like, oh yeah, I, I, I just sat out World War Two because I don't like war. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. Well. What do you rate it? It is. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine point two. Nine point two. Nine point two. Okay. If I give Iron Man a nine point two and a half, then I can give this a nine point two. Okay. I see. I'll go next. Okay. Just Please. to be funs. So like. Just to be funs. I think Gal Gadot and uh, Chris Pine. They have like this ability to elevate this project above what it kind of is because they're super charming and you know they're they're decent actors and they're the material in this movie is like pretty subpar but there it's I think it's their performances that bring it to a different level. Um, there's something super likable about Gadot and Pine too. Just like they seem like genuinely good people or something. If it comes out in like the next two weeks or whatever that they're part of this Hollywood scandal that's going on, I'll be pretty depressed about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's getting out of hand. Yeah, it is. Oscar's so empty this year, guys. Hashtag. Uh, but it's I think it's their chemistry and their presence that takes this up a notch. Probably a couple notches. I think you know they get at least three points extra added to this movie just because of what they're able to do. And I I know that like lately, especially if you look at you know, 93% of Rotten Tomatoes, this movie's been lauded a masterpiece. But for me, it's, like, passable. And uh, the performances are what makes it good. Um, And I think that it's those two performances that are the only thing that keep this out of, like, the DCEU garbage bin. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, like, without Pine or Gadot's strong performances, I think this is easy, like, a 5 out of 10. But I think because they're so good, it brings the movie up. I'll give it eight out of ten. Oh, nice, nice, Adam. Oh, let's see. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of holes. There's a bunch of uh, inconsistencies and some things that are focused on that. You know, do we really need to know? And the things that we need to know don't get hit at all. So, right. Um, but that's almost every movie under the sun. So can't fault it too much for that. Um, you know, uh, as far as being a DC universe movie, I definitely raised the bar compared to a lot of the other ones. The Nolan trilogy. Um, yeah, but they're not part of the DCEU. Yeah, right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, just DC in general. I don't know if DC's hit any movie 
other than you know what Nolan did with uh, the Dark Knight, right? right? But those none of that counts. It's all starting from Man of Steel going forward. So, anyways, so I mean, as far as that goes, I'm with you. This keeps it out of the garbage bin. Um, uh, but there's a lot there that they and, and maybe you, you had you said something that there's a lot to it. I think they're just afraid. Maybe they're afraid to develop a story because they've had so many garbage movies. Well, they're so behind. Uh, Right, and they're, they're trying catch to up. catch up. Right, right, right. That's what I was going to say. Um, and if they just take a second and just take a gamble and just develop an well, actual film like Marvel has done, I think they might be surprised about you know the, how happy the viewers would be for that, especially yeah. DC comic fans. And what super I don't fans. get is we'll wait. Right, right. Marvel's so, nearing the end of their run. All those characters are going to be recast after Infinity War. We're going to get a. They're going to restart the whole universe is over again. So I don't get why DCU is such in such a hurry. We'll wait and, for good movies. Right, right. So anyway, so I mean, with that, all that being said, you know, I give this a seven out of ten for me. Um, uh, there's just, um, and don't get me wrong, like seven out of ten is it for me is not a bad score. Sure. It's a really, really good score. Um, but, uh, I would probably even, I mean, I'd probably give, uh, we'll get into that later. Um, maybe seven and a half out of 10. I'll give it a seven and a half out of 10. Um, but I'm with you. I think the on-screen chemistry and the, the, um, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really good. And, um, but so, yeah, I think, I think that's where I'm at with it. Um, I think a seven out of 10 coming out of probably what two ones is pretty good. Right. Well, that too, and um, I, and I think right now I thought I watched it the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a, it's good, it's okay." Watching the second time, I thought it would drop, but it really didn't. I mean, no. it holds up. Um, uh, the same issues are still there, but it's not like all these glaring mistakes come out, you know. So it holds up even. So that I'm happy about that. So anyway, yeah. Okay. All right, Shane. Well. As a woman perspective. Woman perspective. Yeah. I I really think that the women watching this movie appreciated this character sure. and what she represented. Of course, there's some downsides of the image that she portrays, the fact that she's practically wearing nothing most of the time, um, and she's amazingly fighting everything, every woman's dream, of course. Um Overall, I don't think that's true, but go ahead. <laughs> dude, I want to be Wonder Woman. Yeah, but your favorite movie is Die Hard, so I don't think you're like normal women. Oh, I'm not normal, guys. Sorry. Anyways, but I think a lot of women appreciated a role this strong from a woman hero or sure. a superhero because we wanted that with Black Widow. We wanted that with Scarlet Witch, which I cannot wait for that to happen. Um, you just want a powerful girl to overtake guys. You really like, not to say that it can't happen, but just we stop wa- standing in the shadows all the time. Yeah, it's like we want someone to come in and kill it, and she does that, and it's exactly what I wanted to see. Uh, I loved exactly like all of you said the little comic, Chris Pine. You know, the story was okay. There's some holes that I didn't like. But overall, this movie, I will watch it repeatedly just for those certain scenes of action and 
heck, I want to be Wonder Woman. Sign me up. Get me a costume. I will do it. It's wonderful. I'm going to get a Wonder Woman costume. I'm just hoping. <laughs> that just don't ask her to do an accent. <laughs> yeah, don't. No, 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 no. Oh, man. I just hope that that image isn't destroyed when I see Justice League. Like, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, Justice League looks like utter trash. I, <laughs> I And it's, ugh. It upsets me a little inside because I have this image now of Wonder Woman and I want to keep going with it and I don't want it to be ruined because... I will I will venture forth that her and possibly uh, Cal Drogo will be the pilots of that movie. Oh, yeah. I cannot there, wait. There is something... All right, go finish. Go, we'll talk about just so in a second. Give my, your rating. My score is 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. There we go. Um, Are we going to recommend this movie? I do. I yes. think it's something worth seeing. I think it's worth seeing. It's just right. so it's such a misnomer too, because like it's exists in this universe where none of the other films are worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Like I will never watch Batman. You know, like even Iron Marvel's Man. misses. Let's just say I think people pretty much hate Iron Man two. It's still great. I you still got movie. you still got Sam Rockwell like dancing like a retard. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> it's still fun. So I mean, if that's if that's your biggest miss. You know, yeah. good on you. Th- this is like their biggest hit, obviously, and I think it's going to end up staying that way. Justice League does not look good. I thought you didn't watch trailers, man. Uh, uh, I, just for I do Wars. about movies I want to see. Like movies <laughs> oh. that are exciting. <laughs> I gotcha. I'll go see Justice League because I pay for the movie pass and it really doesn't cost me anything extra. But uh, right. I know but, I'm um, not going to like it. But um. It looks like just so bad. The right. the CG is so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's really hard to uh, to get into it at that point. Like if you're gonna go that far, and I always kind of felt like this about the Star Wars prequels. If you're gonna shoot a movie 100 percent on green screen, which is what they did for Justice League, why not just animate the people too? Right. Why not just do mocap? Because it would be more entertaining that way. It wouldn't take you out of the movie. But that's just me. Just me. So that's Wonder Woman, guys. Uh, pretty, you know, overall it's good. Um, it's better than the DCEU deserves, and I think it's probably the best we're going to get until Wonder Woman 2 comes out. So, sad, sad, sad. It's not the movie we needed or deserve. It's the movie we needed. Sure. Yeah. Where's the trigger? Anyways. <laughs> Ooh, so we get to talk about what we talk about next week. What we talk about Ooh. next week. What did we decide, guys? We're doing uh, Logan. Movie. Yep. Shannon's Logan. favorite movie so far this year was Logan, and I can't say that she picked a bad one. It was. I have not seen it. There... Oh, Matt, you're going oh. to cry like a little girl. Gonna, I actually gonna... looked forward yeah. to this movie because I watched the comic book you read the comic book Old Man Logan, but oh, the, they're not related. They're not related, but I enjoyed the story. Of... No, if you've ever seen the movie Unforgiven, this is it's actually more akin to that than it is to the Old Man Logan. So, but yeah, there we go, Exciting. Logan for next week. The send off of Hugh Jackman. I want to see a Weapon X movie. Uh, uh the last like time we got one. that, we got. Deadpool with his mouth sewed shut. So let's not talk about that yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, the Weapon X scene in which one was it? Apocalypse? X Men Apocalypse? That was pretty good. 
where Hugh Jackman makes a cameo and slaughters everyone. If you've if you haven't seen it, it's worth it. The movie right. sucks, but it's worth that scene. Right. So Logan next week. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, you can find our reviews of other crap we've watched at moviedummies.com. And, uh, yeah. So, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Al. I'm Shannon. I'm Matt. What do we got? What do we got? Come on. Uh, how am I supposed to do... Let's hear your Wonder Woman Gal Gadot voice. Say yay, Michael Bay. She doesn't have a voice. What? She's a mute. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> <pay. laughs> I don't know what to say then. I don't think she would say yay, Michael Bay. Wow. (laughs) I really don't. I don't think she Wow. I didn't know what (laughs) this is what this was about. About what this character would never say this. Would never say this. Uh, so as for as long as we can until uh, he comes out that he's been sexually abusing people, let's just talk about good things, right? He yeah. blows stuff up. Yay, Michael Bay. Yay, yay, yay. So for now, that's going to continue to be our catchphrase. We'll uh, yay, uh, keep you Michael tuned Bay. up for next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Later! Adios. Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until my seeds finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And visit us at moviedummies.com for more content.